0: No challenges remaining. Welcome to episode 119 of No Challenges Remaining. I'm Ben Rothenberg, joined as always by my dear friend Courtney Nguyen. Hi, Courtney. Hello, Ben. Yesterday, we did something pretty cool. We did. Here in Cincinnati at the Western and Southern Open, we had our first ever. Live show, hashtag Live. It was streaming on Periscope. Hopefully, a bunch of you got to see it live and see the video. However, long I it stays cool. up, hopefully, we can find a way to preserve it somehow. But anyway, it was pretty cool. And here's the audio version of it. We had guest Victoria Azarenka, and we were in the sort of fan area of the of the Western Southern Open here down uh, by the player entrance. There was a bunch of fans there anyway, some of whom sort of stared at us and was like, <laughs> What, what the heck is are this? These two nuts? But we also had a lot of like people who clearly listened and liked the show and are, you know, quote-unquote die-hard listeners so that was pretty cool what did you, you make the whole thing before we dive right into it it was coordinate. very very
1: fun um it was kind of a fly by the seat of our pants very sort of situation much. but it was really great and we really have to thank the tournament for yes. really i mean not just cooperating but really pushing for us to do it uh, an ncr live episode here at the western and southern open and um you know pete holterman nick mccarville um, victoria azarenka the wta thank you so much for you know going out of your way to kind of I don't know, bend over backwards to kind of help this rinky-dink, uh, you know, podcast do this thing. And I, I had a blast, and yeah. it was really fun. Um, but uh, total team effort, and uh, really mm-hmm. have to thank mm-hmm. the tournament for its its fan-friendliness and wanting to kind of, uh, I don't know, bring us to the masses, yeah. which I have to say, not many tournaments would want to do that. No. So.
0: <laughs> but it was cool, and it was the kind of thing, like, I think, obviously, it was... You said see the pants. It was very true. We had like a very last minute, like literally like one minute oh, yeah. before we we're supposed to start the show. Location change from one side of the of site to the other. Um, we from had, wow, uh, yeah, and we all and we all came up with this idea like a few days ago. So there wasn't as much. And it planning. literally
1: started as an idea of like, hey, why don't we like just do a live podcast like from Applebee's. Applebee's. We're gonna do it from Applebee's, yeah. Uh, and we'll Periscope it, and we'll do, we'll take fan questions. And that was the big reason why we used Periscope actually for people who are wondering, because I've never used it before. Me neither. But it might have showed. Yeah, it might have showed. But the reason why is because you can get, like, immediate – it's a way to get, like, live questions, which yeah. we couldn't really figure out how to do otherwise.
0: Although I will say a bunch of them, they disappear so quickly on yeah, there. Yeah, it's that a lot really of them, hard. We probably – probably, we missed almost all of them, so apologies yeah. to that. But
1: but hopefully this won't be the last NCR yeah. Live. Definitely the first. Definitely but the first.
0: first hopefully not the last. We could definitely do it places. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's all good,
0: and for sure. And here you go, listening. Here's uh, NCR Live featuring us, Victoria Azarenka, late cameo by Andrew Krasny, and maybe Sasha buy-in, is in there very briefly. Victoria arrived on horse on piggyback. On Sasha.
1: Yeah, that might explain, just so you guys know, that might explain a weird interaction at the beginning <laughs> of the interview between Ben and Victoria Azarenka. So, yeah, she did arrive on piggyback um, on the back of mm-hmm. Sasha Bayan.
0: So have fun, and you get to hear a bunch of listeners, too, so other people get to voice. So it's a good community thing. We'll do it again for sure. Bit of an experiment, so bear with us if it's a little rough around the edges, but enjoy NCR Live, guys.
1: Woop, woop. Here. As is appropriate to our rinky-dink operation, as you can tell by the recorder that I have in my hand,
0: Courtney, Courtney's shirt says, started from the bottom, now we're here.
1: Obviously. We started from
0: the end uh, the stand desk over <laughs> there, the and now we're did. here. So yeah. it's a lateral move, I think. But we're we got bumped happy by ESPN,
1: as is, as is ESPN's want. So, yeah, there, you so there you go. So
0: there you go. They run this place, and that's cool.
1: And but, we're pretty uh, excited
0: to be here for NCR Live, which is pretty awesome. How many of you
1: actually listen to NCR? Really? Yeah. Hold on. Double that's paddle. really cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, Do it again. Do it again, just so that there's proof that we didn't
0: make make the the noise. Yay! Yay! Awesome. Thank you guys for knowing who we are. We appreciate it. We don't always even know who we are, so it's pretty cool. (laughs) Existential questions. Um, Yeah, so this is a big tournament for us. This is where we sort of met. We did. We'll tell our non-existent grandkids someday all about Cincy. So non-existent. No, no, probably not happening. <laughs> but, but you know, we... Uh, well, first, for, first of
1: all, for people who don't know, my name is Courtney Nguyen. I'm Ben Rothenberg. He's Ben Rothenberg. Um, he's a freelance tennis writer for a bunch of different outlets. A lot outlets. of stuff a lot of different places. I'm a senior writer um, for WTATennis.com now. used to be a freelancer back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we normally host a one-hour weekly podcast and um, talking all things tennis in the very particular way that we do. Um, And so we figured while we were here, we'd try and uh, do a live episode because so many of our friends that we see on the Twitter all um, make it out here to Cincy Tennis and an opportunity to see, I don't know, like, people who maybe know our voices and our demeanors, but not so much what it looks like when we actually talk to each other, which is a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, I
0: know. The facial expressions, the eye-rolling, is what you're all missing at home. So, Courtney's eye-rolling Courtney's eye-rolling. I'm, I'm much nicer to her than vice-versa. It's very as true. As you can probably tell if it's you It's very true. I'm So, very yeah, mean. but we're pretty excited to be here. This is where we first started. And this tournament is, I think, really, like, a hidden gem for tennis fans. I think it's sort of a little bit not as talked about as obviously the U.S. Open or even Indian Wells or something. But if you're just here for tennis... Hi, Pete Holterman. Hi, just a quick update. Yes. Okay. It's is our producer, Pete Vika is on our last question in press. We're moments away from her appearing live. Okay.
1: Thank you, Pete Holterman. <laughs> there you go.
0: That's pretty great. More people are showing up wondering yes. what's going to happen. Yes, Victoria
1: Azarenka will be here momentarily. So that's going to be good. You guys, really? Oh, no, no. Well, thank you. Trust us. You, you'd rather talk to Vika than us. Believe while, me.
0: While we wait for Vika, do you, we have any crowd questions for just us before the really cool part starts? Anybody? Anybody? Tyler. Oh, Tyler.
2: From the, point of view, <laughs> from the USTA's point of view, why does it hate cancer survivors in the WTA? <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna mostly. I will say on the
0: first part of that, I was very surprised that Vicki Duvall did not get a US Open wild card. I thought that was ridiculous. I don't know how you say no to her. Uh, she got a qualifying, but it's not the same. And she was should have been in last year before she got her diagnosis. She would have been in direct. So that I think is pretty inexplicable. Other part, yeah, it's, that's that's a mess. The term, but it's still see, everyone here is doing the best they can. It's problems from afar. I think it's probably yeah. The I way mean, to say like, that. I
1: mean to, I mean address your question specifically. I mean, those are rights that are not the WTA. Is the USTA has the rights to the, all the entire US Open series, and they decide who they want to sell those rights to, whether it's ESPN or Tennis Channel, or whether they want to do that. So negotiations took place, and it's ESPN. But three courts are completely streamed. On ESPN3, which is quite nice, and I think it is nice for the fans. Like I've seen the tweets before, and people get really mad online when it's like, oh, why are you showing a first set of a Federer blowout when some match is in like a third set tiebreak? Why aren't you switching over? At least nowadays, with like the increase in the amount of streaming of tennis matches and things, it's all on demand, right? You can kind of watch what you choose, so it's kind of give and take. But we understand your sentiment. Yeah, in a good way.
0: (laughs) Tennis fans are pretty spoiled right now. I mean, like imagine like how much better number of matches you get to see is better than 10 years ago. You usually get to see just like maybe it's one quarter, final, semis, and final, and that was it. And so now to be able, feel entitled to get to see every match, it's, it's obviously, I understand people want more, but it's still getting it's there.
1: And it's all part of the growth, right? I mean, we see it for those. How many people have been coming to like since the, this tournament, like for more than five years? More than 10 years? Okay, but, okay. More than so. but it, I'm sure that I'm sure that you've seen this explode quite a bit. I mean this tournament is very different, right? I'm Mary Lynn. Uh, so when I first started coming
3: to this tournament it was actually one week women and then one week men. Yeah. And they've done so right. many upgrades. They've expanded the stadium, they're huge there's a huge food court now, there's
1: just a lot more fan experience. And, they, of course, the, the best thing was that they combined the men's and the
3: women's that together so there, you could yeah. come.
1: So you like it better when it's combined than when it's, like, stacked one-in-one, one-week-one-week? One week?
3: I do because I have limited vacation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and
0: for media, for us, compared to Canada we always come here because in Canada you only get to pick one or the other in one right. city. So here,
1: yeah. one stop shopping like for like, everybody. Like everybody's always like, "Why don't you guys go up to, you know, the Rogers Cup?" And it's like, "Well, cuz you have to choose. Do you cover uh, the men uh, or do you cover the women?" You up? did just go there for the first time. I did time. for the first time. I, came, I went up to the Rogers Cup last week in Toronto, which was a great tournament. and you but saw you Belinda do, Bencic win. I saw Belinda Bencic win, which is incredible. And she just won now. At some point those 18-year-old legs got to get tired, right? Like I mean, it's ridiculous the the run that she's going through beating Kerber out on center, but um, yeah, it was a great tournament and very fun but it is weird to go to like a big tournament and not be a joint tournament I think that within within tennis fandom when it's joint you know it's like a big deal right when both the guys and women are there that's one of the coolest things about
0: tennis is that men and women are side by side and mixed no no other sport no other sport at this level has one everything together same stage equal pay a lot of places not everywhere not here but you know it's mostly a pretty pretty cool thing that doesn't and tennis like tennis is the biggest women's sport in the world So that's a privilege for it that people shouldn't take for granted. Definitely. Any other questions
2: as we wait for Vika to come out? Any others? Anybody? Yeah. And say your name. Uh, I'm Robbie, RJ0528 on Twitter. There we go. Just referencing the question about Vicky Duvall, do you have any updates on Klavonova and her status coming back? She's entered
0: with the protected ranking, I think, at US Open. She had a shoulder injury. I think, oh, maybe she just pulled out, actually. I think the shoulder's still giving her problems. But I think health-wise, bigger picture, cancer stuff, I think she's, from everything I hear, she's all good. She's had right shoulder problems (laughs) that it (laughs) bugged her.
1: It, That's quite the entrance you made there, Vika. Yes, yes. That's how we did it. Oh, we're doing it both ways. Thank you. you go over. Sasha, you want to come in? You want to come in? You want to join, join us? Oh show. Just a chat. Podcast. Just a show. <laughs> we just got big time, <laughs> but you, you're hitting right now. Do
0: you ride Sasha everywhere? In terms of to carry you, oh all my around God! The you just went very inappropriate <laughs> way.
4: I <laughs> meant as oh sh- that's, that's
0: your mind. I didn't say anything. My
4: mind, no, 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 no. That was just for fun, just to make a dramatic entrance. That's
0: pretty good. So those of you didn't see, Vika arrived piggyback on Sasha her hitting partner. I hope he gets a bonus for that.
4: Definitely, I'll buy him a dinner.
0: There you go. Cool. So, how's it been for you this summer? How are you liking this? It's a good part of the year for you, obviously. You won this tournament a couple years ago, beat Serena in the final, played great. How are you liking being back in SimCity?
4: I'm very happy to be back here. I uh, missed out last year, so I'm really happy to be able to play in front of you, all of you guys, so thank you for coming. Yeah. And um, just to, you know, it's a great competition before the the U.S. Open. Uh, all the top players are here, and uh, just to, to get more matches in and, um,
1: you know, try to... to, uh, to raise your level and then get ready for the Open. And Vika, I mean, so many fans, like when the season first started, we're like, we're we're watching for Vika. We want to see her get her ranking up. We want to see her win matches, get up there and compete the way that you were the last couple of years. And you're, it seems like you're getting there. It seems like it's, I mean, you're playing better, I think, than maybe you were back then even. Mm-hmm. But um, talk a little bit about your comeback. And, and well, you wouldn't call it a comeback, I know. But just talk about this year a little bit and your progress and how you think the Open's going to go.
4: Uh, I
1: definitely don't look uh,
4: how it's gonna go the open. I think you know from the beginning of the year um, the expectations level were um, pretty high and it definitely puts a lot of pressure on me because I know I can do really well and uh, you kind of take a look back from where you were and uh, sometimes it's... Um, I managed to... Um, Actually, I found out that it's quite difficult to to manage with your ego sometimes. And um, for me, I think the best approach right now is is to change it up and try to take it step by step and really match by match because the level is definitely there, but to to be there on a the consistent level and uh, remember how to grind out some matches and winning ugly is something that I need to get back to more.
0: Are there two things you're changing or is it just the attitude of being willing to grind and fight and I dig. believe
4: it's just the attitude I think that you know it's not too much I uh, I can change I think my strokes and my level of my game is 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 um, is pretty high I just need to get that mentality on every single day every single match and uh, I'm working on that and I think it's um, it's gonna definitely pay off do you,
1: do you feel like kind of the love from the fans? What, like as you're kind of like you know getting out there competing hard and everything like that. I mean, how much of of the fans and their interaction with you? How important that has that been?
4: Uh, I mean, my fans, like you know the special like Team Bika fans, I, they are diehard fans, and <laughs> everywhere, dying. yeah, they everywhere around the world. I feel um, a lot more love, a lot more support, and it's and, and it's been truly amazing to really keep me going and. Um, the motivation is definitely there so it's, it's something that I'm really thankful for um, but also to have um, uh, sorry what did you say uh,
1: uh, just the support of the fans and to get yeah, yeah to so get my, my especially when they're there for you in the top yeah, Con you're yeah, not just for happy sure. for you because you're winning no 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 definitely that's
4: something that I have found out it, it's been incredible but I think as a fan of sport or tennis, when you see somebody who wants to give that their all and try to play with the heart and compete as hard as they can, that's something that um, you look forward as a fan, and that, that's something that I've been um, always had on, on the court, and definitely will always have um, to fight for every point and try to, to make a difference in every match. And uh, I'm really thankful for them, that's for sure. Very cool.
2: Hey, can we,
0: who, who has a question? I have a question for Vika?
4: Amigo, your,
3: what, do you, what, do you, what do you
4: want to be at, at at the end of this year? What is your goal for this year?: Honestly, the most important for me thing is to be healthy and um, to improve myself. I don't know because I don't look uh, so I't try not to focus so much on the result as, as the improvement right now, and that's, that approach I think is the best way for me at the moment, but I wouldn't mind making it to Singapore. that's
0: for sure. Very cool, very cool. You, you have a question next?
3: What's your name? Yeah. What's your question? Uh, Kathy, do you think you're like a trendsetter for wearing shorts? Do you think you'll get maybe more women to start wearing shorts and not have that standard of skirts all the time for women? I'm not the only one who
0: asked you about shorts.
1: Shorts forever. I know, I know, I know you love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, you know, um, you thank you. With this, with your fashion, but actually <laughs> yeah. I love shorts.
4: I think it's kind of cool that I kind of picked out that trend more, uh, but... Um, in a lot of other sports, you see a lot more shorts, but I think it's, um, it's good that we have the variety of dresses and the skirts and the shorts, um, so that's something that tennis has uh, such a luxury of to really bring a little bit more fashion into sport. so I think that's exciting, but I love playing in shorts, and there definitely will see a lot more, especially next year.
0: Okay, good to hear. Anybody else? Question for Vika?
4: Yeah, you got one? Alright, what's your name?
3: My name is David. What's your favorite part about playing tennis and just traveling to different places?
4: Definitely the fans. I mean, really, you guys are the part why we do this, you know, and really motivate us and when when you go on the, te- on the on the court and it's like nobody's there it's kind of not the same way when there are people and you want to really show your best tennis and when you're down somebody's trying to cheer you up or even when they you know cheer uh, against uh, for your opponent yeah. this is something that really gets you going and gets the adre- adrenaline coming in for me being out of the sport um for for quite a while for um when i was injured this is what i missed the most
0: have you, have you gotten more comfortable in front of crowds do you think as you've gotten older and more used to the storm? um definitely always for you? um
4: i think on the court i really zone out and um i try not to like think about that too much um but outside the court there's definitely something that i really got <laughs> more comfortable with and i started to embrace it and appreciate it more and i think that comes with um uh, with your experience and um, you can never forget where you come from and, and the way you've been raised but for me to really get the different cultures and learn about the um, um, mentality
1: of different people has been really exciting. I mean how um, different is it because sometimes you know there are a number of players who they, they get big, they get famous, they move up the rankings all of a sudden, people like Ben and I are in there asking you like the most personal, private questions in press conferences and asking you to open up in a very, sometimes it seems like artificial way, you know, like the press conference dynamic. And a lot of players say, I don't understand, initially, I don't understand why these people want to know all this about me and I have to opine about everything all the time. And I'm wondering for you, like, has there been kind of like a... I don't know, now it just seems like you are so much more comfortable kind of like opening up, yeah. I think, and talking about We've been what's going on. So yeah. we can see it, you yeah. getting more comfortable. Well, for me,
4: I think what, when you're very young, you don't understand the reasons behind that, and um, you don't really know how to approach that. And um, I feel that you you feel like you've been violated your own privacy. but. I think with, with experience, with years and with education you start to understand that this is the part of you showing yourself to the world. There are things that should be private and you have to have your own space but I think it should be the matter to you how much you want to open up and to really become knowing people who you work with like you guys. I think it really helps to have that relationship and you can sometimes you know, help to uh, and ask, hey please Maybe don't ask me these questions, it's a real, a little bit of a sensitive um, uh, uh, subject at the moment, but really learning that, I think, and kind of understand, but always trying to stay true to yourself and uh, not really think what other people are telling you to do, I think that comes from experience. Very
0: sure. cool.
3: We one more question. One,
1: one more question?
3: Yeah. All right, what's your name? I'm Mike from Indiana. I want to know what you're saying to yourself when you motivate yourself before you're served to get yourself fired up. What are you saying to yourself?
0: <laughs>
3: Pre,
1: pre-serve motivation.
0: <laughs> yes, if you can <laughs> um, <laughs> We're unrated. Um, so whatever I'm ga- you want to say. Gonna
4: t- I'm going to lie if I will say. This is the one thing that I keep telling myself. I think the most important is to not really say something but to breathe. I think that would be the most common is to, to take a deep breath and really just try to focus on, on the moment but not really... But to motivate, you always say good things, you know, like you can do it. Uh, try to, but specific if you want to focus on just making your first serve in or try to. It's it, it's it's very. Dif- I think that's that's the difficulty of uh, mental game in tennis. Is there is no one way. There is always trying to find the way and apply that.
2: Very
0: cool. We got to. Comment flash it says Vika is Bay and then just the spirit. Vika is <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what does this mean actually? Bay means like before like, anyone but, else. Or like, like baby, like for. number one, like you know, gar- it's a term of affection. It means they like oh, you. Oh, know. okay. Thank so, you. <laughs> is she going to to do
4: world team tennis? Are you gonna do again?
0: world team tennis again? Those are some questions.
4: I hope so. I really I had so much fun, so hopefully next year.
0: Bay is beauty. There
4: you go. Bay is
1: nice beauty. There you go. Oh okay. Mika, okay. we have, Pico, we have to wrap Pico. it up. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. So
0: she's gonna work the crowd a bit here, and we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep on we powering through. We've got more stuff to do. We lost the uh, star power, but we're gonna keep going. I know.
1: We're gonna try and follow that up. We don't know if we can, because she's a thing. We're not. But um, we wanted to first, like, we were talking a little bit initially about why we come back to Cincinnati every year mm-hmm. and what we. Yeah, we so we first met. We've been like best, like pretty much tennis besties ever since uh, much, we much. met here in Cincinnati. Ben had a mouthful of cookies. It was weird. Um, there were crumbs and chocolate. They have the they used to
0: have the best cookies up there. They're not as good anymore.
1: They used to though. Here's Vika. By the
0: way, Vika. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like a match. She's hitting was, balls into the exactly. crowd. That's pretty good. Very nice. So and obviously people are here for her.
0: Of which course. is clear. So <laughs> we're just gonna move this way. We're gonna move this way. So but in general for us, yeah, this show has been something we came up with a year pretty much a year later. Yep. Being out of Cincy and every year Cincy is a place that represents I think it being a cathedral of tennis it feels like tennis home for us job. in a weird yeah. way. I
1: mean, you get off the freeway, you see the regular places. You go to Applebee's the first night. Oh yeah, and, the,
0: just, second night, you know, and, the, and the second night. night, and the third night, and the fourth night, and the fourth, night. Night
1: and, the fourth and the fifth. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's always been a very special place for us, and you know, it's it's nice that we get to do NCR live from here. I think it's pretty. It, it, it feels like it feels hours. like our, our like home like a tournament. Weird, yeah, in a it feels way. like a home tournament. No,
0: for sure, yeah. for sure. It is kind
1: of ha- not halfway between us. It's closer to you than me, obviously, obviously. by a long ways. But it's the Midwest.
0: We'll be driving driving back to, uh, to Washington for one night through West Virginia, which I'm really excited for you to see through the heart of that. It'll be fun.
1: On your podcast, I
4: just want to tell everybody, when you guys are asking for selfies from the players, make sure you do it from your side then yeah. there you go.
0: Ah, that's a no? good tip. That's a pro tip. No, that's a pro tip <laughs> right there. That's
1: pro selfie tips from you cool. guys Aranka right there. Very cool.
0: So let's see. Anyone has other questions that we have, people who are here? You haven't said anything. Questions, anything questions, you want to ask. Questions. Anything at all. Or it can be stupid or not. Otherwise, we're yeah, just going to keep sure.
1: talking. Yes. So, yeah. So, so I heard you're all special on the Curious Fabrinka yeah. desktop. Now that you've had a week to process it and to do further in depth interviews with some of the. Named participant. Yeah. has that changed your thinking at all? Or? Sure, it's a great uh, question.
0: Has it changed our thinking? I don't think my thinking has changed all that much on what happened and the severity of it, and what I thought the repercussions should be for Nick, uh, since it did happen in a week a week ago. It hasn't been that long. Um, yeah, I think that it's been clear that people took it very seriously on ATP, and it really rattled the tour. I think it was. Yeah, there's shakeouts. You can feel broad, it. You can, tell.
1: Um, you can feel it. You can, you know, if you talk to a lot of the women. They're definitely rallying around Donna quite a bit, um, uh, both, uh, uh, well Victoria Azarenka had great things to say just in terms of like what she thought was maybe an underlying issue with the Karyos situation, which is that um, Ben needs to dab I'm pointing the, court, the, the,
0: the camera at Courtney oh, while i yeah. like a pig.
1: Um, but you know, uh, Azarenka was really good about saying, you know, sometimes when kids, they get too much money and fame early and they blow up, the parents can no longer control them and and the family and and you lose mentorship and you lose kind of your way a little bit. um, she was trying to keep it a little bit abstract and not say that's what happened It's happening there. But that is one thing that we definitely see on the tour a lot with the younger players sometimes. Um Anna Ivanovich has rallied to Donna Vekic's defense. She says that, you know, it's she feels really bad for her friend. Coco Bandaway, same thing. She wants to see an apology, a formal apology, I so think, probably. The
0: ladies are sticking up for
3: ladies. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly, which, which is, is good. good to see. And then with the guys, it's, you know, I mean, they've really, drawn a line in the sand and said boy you are on the way other side and the rest of us are on this side you know so it hasn't it's been pretty stark and I think that you're still going to feel the reverberations for a while and it's just a little too fresh you know right now and every time he takes the court or any one of the, those, the players involved in all that takes the court it's just going to be kind of a little bit of a cloud that hangs over it for a little while but we'll see kind of how long term what the reaction is.
0: Saw so questions pop up on here on the Periscope about Harrison just himself how he got to be known as well-spoken was the question
1: oh he's always he's always been well-spoken
0: I mean he's been he was like he's been very much an adult and very serious ever since he's been on tour and takes him I wouldn't say takes himself seriously but has a very serious demeanor and doesn't mess around with this. He's very much his job. He's been very professional, even when he's been moments of undeniable bratiness on court, throwing rackets and tantrums. And Which all he'll itself. admit to. Yeah. Um, no. You
1: know, he's always been. And, and, you know, I was thinking about this last week when Bencic won, uh, won Toronto. And I spent the whole week kind of talking to her, and she's incredibly precocious with her tennis. I mean, her tennis IQ is off the charts, and you would expect that being mentored by Martina Hingis and Martina Hingis' mother and all that. But... As opposed to a lot of some of the younger players, she's an 18-year-old. If you just talk to her for five minutes, she's a teenager. She giggles. She just gets wowed by things. I have a great interview that I'm going to include on another podcast that's um, just when I tell her for the the first time that she's at number 12 on the road to Singapore, she freaked out. She's like, what? Like, you know, I can't believe it. And, you know, that's a really refreshing thing. Harrison was always the opposite. So Ryan was always, even at 16, 17 years old, very, like, Proper and very, very intense. It's always like, yeah, intense. Firm okay.
0: handshake, eye, unwavering eye contact, eye, and just like. deep, deep voice. And yeah, so he's always like that. And I think that sort of informed a little bit of what his problem was with Kyrios and Kalkanakis. He took out on Kalkanakis for whatever reason. Um, it's just sort of the way he goes about it. And we got another question about Putin Seva. Okay. That, I will say the Putin Seva Coco match that happened here, Seth, you were there. That was kind of <laughs> underwhelming, right?
3: It was nothing, like, I mean, Putin- Putin Seva obviously is someone that we know brings some drama. She's really expressive, but I think she
1: just wasn't in the match, so she just really didn't have anything to get yeah. that upset about. But it sounds like the volleys came, like the good volleys came in their press <laughs> conferences yeah. afterwards. So look forward to reading. Because you're going to write about Putin. Yeah,
0: I, I talked to Putin Save on the phone, and yeah. she had some things to say. Yeah. Not all of which passed basic fact checking, but it's interesting. <laughs> so, so that'll be coming out soon. And so we'll see. we'll see. We'll see what Poots has to say. So that'll be always coming a good story. Soon. Always, always a good story. Always a good story. Yeah, um, yeah so that's been pretty much it. Anyone else here? Questions? Anybody? Yeah. Tony, Tony,
1: our good friend Tony. (laughs) You guys, this is Tony Tony on Twitter. Yeah, I don't
3: want to disappoint the fans because that's as I've been told by other people, that's what I do in person. But I'll (laughs) I'll try my best. This is the fit
1: to sit guy. He's got the great idea. (laughs) Fit to Uh. talk
2: about your fit to sit idea.
3: Well, I do a lot of sitting and a lot of watching <laughs> of tennis, as you, most people can easily tell. So I had sent a tweet out um, saying, in regards to tennis channels, fit to hit, <laughs> where I instead sit and prepare snacks and strategies for watching love tennis. Love it. Play. So I, <laughs> it's pretty, love it. So, so
0: watching is my, just as grueling, not yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is,
3: because think, there's some slams you have to prepare both breakfast and lunch, Um <laughs> Meals. Others are dinner and breakfast. Yeah, so Australia's <laughs> dinner and breakfast. Yeah. It's tough like my fan Grand Slam of sitting and watching, I think it's much more impressive than anything Serena's done this year by far. I think that I, uh, like, I Serena, would agree. Serena Tony, like, I definitely think I up a little higher. There you go. We, we,
0: we completely agree <laughs> with all of that. You have a question. She, she oh, won't watch, watch this, right? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry.
3: You, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I guess if there After was a dream favorite. a dream matchup that you guys could write about, what would that be and what would that look like? Ooh. Okay. I
0: mean, I would have said Coco put in Save It, but that was a but flop. But then that happened and it didn't uh, uh, back up
3: a little bit. Yeah. For
1: me, it is always the same, and it always plays out similarly in my head, and yet I never get to really see it. Serena, Petra, Grass, women in final with both of them playing really well. So in that situation, I genuinely have no idea who would win that match, and that's why I think I love it so much. Yeah, just Pete as peak, Petra is a, a bit of a unicorn. Peak Petra is just—it's a sight to behold. But you just never, it's like a fleeting little thing. And you're like, did I see that out of the corner of my eye? No, you I'm, didn't.
0: On men's so side, I want to see, I think it could happen here in the quarterfinals. No. I want to see Federer and Nadal now. When Nadal low and is still up. Oh. This, this would be a time when Federer, the same way like Andy Roddick got that one last win at the end of his rivalry with Federer. Not that Federer's doing that badly. But uh, yeah, that would be sort of my pick for a men's one. Because we haven't seen it in a while. Since Rafa had his real dip, he's avoided Federer. So I think Federer has to be wanting a shot at Rafa right now, I would think. Or maybe he just still is terrified of him, which would also be totally possible. justifiable.
1: Are there other... How about the crowd? We'll survey the crowd. Are there dream matchups? Yeah, go yep.
0: ahead. Match-ups. Sorry. Sorry, Skyler. Oh, Skylar. Um, oh. You want to go I Michigan. Michigan? I, have, I do want to Michigan. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, He's wearing a Michigan. Michigan hat. I think he used to go blue. Love. <laughs> So, yeah, so what's your question? What's, what's your, your question? Or, or, or your match? Well, I had a question, actually. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead. What do you think about having these Masters 1000 tournaments back-to-back right before the U.S. Open? Should they, Is there more of a break? Uh, I think they kind of need to do it this way just because players don't want to get over here this early. Like, if they flip, I guess well, if they flip, like, Canada and Washington and had to go, like, 1,000, 1,000, that might be okay. We're back on Periscope. Hi, guys. Yeah, Yeah, all it. Um, yeah, I think the back-to-back Masters thing... It it works. They do it before the French Open too, Rome and Madrid. I think it works overall. I
1: think, I mean, the bottom line is, I don't know. I I mean, I'm curious to get, I'm always curious to get people's opinions on this generally. Okay, you have the Masters tournaments, right? What is that? Six wins in what is either seven days or ten days, depending if it's Miami or Indian Wells, right? Um, that's pretty rough, and it's a smaller draw size, which means the first round is a far tougher than what you get at a major. At a major you have a draw of 128, it's going to be pretty easy until like the third round, right? And then you start to see what is effectively a master's thing. Masters tournaments you don't get days off, really. You're playing back-to-back now, they're best of three, so they're not best of five. In my opinion, it's a hell of a lot harder to win the, like, the two back-to-back Masters than to win a major. I'm sorry, I just really think that it is Yeah. It's just like a feat, and I don't really, I don't know, but I, I understand obviously. The doesn't mean it's more imp- and,
0: doesn't mean it's more prestigious, but it's definitely harder.
1: I think it's harder. I yeah. mean, I guess if the players feel like it's less pressure at the at the Masters, then maybe you would argue that it's not as hard because yeah. they don't feel the same amount of pressure as they do at a major. But I don't know. I mean, like for Novak to win like Indian Wells, Miami. That's just insane. That's an insane feat to pull off. Madrid, Rome, to the extent that anybody... Who's the last person to do that?
0: Dinara Safina? <laughs> right? She won Rome and Madrid.
1: <laughs> she did win Roman Madrid. We know that. Which basically counts as a slam, so she's no longer a slamless number one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's not easy. And so you're talking about 12 matches in... 14 days? Yeah. Like if Andy Murray were to win here? Come on, that would have been ridiculous. We're
0: hearing um, Rafa 2013 won Roma Madrid, apparently, okay. according to the Twitter. And Serena, no, I don't think Serena did it. Did she? 2013?
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, our questioner
0: we um, didn't get to see um, before. Right? Say hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the Michigan Roma? hat from you heard right. it on the audio. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah, blue, et cetera.
1: She did. She pulled it. You're right. Yeah, You're yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Why am I completely blanking on that? That's embarrassing. Let's see. Don't tell Serena. Any other? Um, any other?
0: do a couple more questions, then we should probably yeah, yeah, yeah. wrap this off. Any up. questions this way? Yeah. yeah, we've been we've been over on this
1: seventh. No. Hello.
3: Hi Kathy again. Hi Kathy. Uh, did Christos have to get a scalped ticket because it was a sellout? <laughs> <laughs>
0: was, it?
1: A, was it a complete sellout today? It was. Yes. Yeah.
0: I don't know where Christos got his ticket. I'm I'm hearing he didn't get a credential for obvious reasons, um, which is smart. Um, but I think that. Nick play, Nick, my, Nick I, players can get their own allotment of tickets so I think Nick probably gets a couple comps to he gave one to Chris it's possible yeah maybe you know Chris was on Craigslist looking for tickets yeah. last night and stuff or out in the parking lot all I, I know, know is
1: yeah that's if I'm certain players I'm like security yeah. detail please <laughs> it's a little no, it's he was a little, little jarring seeing him here yeah, for a sure a but uh, uh, yeah. yeah it was surprising to see him because we were watching this morning on just on the screen, a bunch of us were in the press room, like chatting about the whole situation, and then all of a sudden we're like, Christos!
0: I thought he was in Australia. I didn't realize he was even coming to the it's U.S.
1: A long flight. Yeah. Everybody
0: loves Mason. Yeah. Everybody this does is love Mason. That's this is true. Everybody true. loves Mason.
1: So I wanted, so we're gonna, I'm gonna interview someone who's on the other side of the barrier, but is not a fan because she's a working journalist. Okay. Roz Sattar, um, my good friend who is here from England. How are you doing, Roz? I'm fine, thank you. Roz, um today. You, um, you had chicken and waffles I did for the first time I did and am I correct to assume that you thought that that was going to be a completely abhorrent dish before you tried it I was sceptical I have to admit Yeah. and how do you feel now I feel glad that I've done it
2: I, uh, I think there's plenty of other things for me to try this week and I don't think I'm going to end up going back round to it
1: Interesting. You are dialing it back from your tweet this morning just because I have you on camera. <laughs> there's
0: no shame there's no shame in chicken and
2: water. No, no, and also there's a there's a ton of Americanish stuff to have yeah. as well. So and don't forget I've got I've still got to gear
3: myself up for yeah. biscuits and gravy. I've got yeah. did I get the order right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, biscuits cool. and gravy.
1: She was calling it gravy and biscuits before. And but
3: that's really because somebody it. from Twitter started following me called gravy biscuits, so
1: you mm. know. I blame Twitter for my confusion. Go to do
0: Skyline chili too, We're gonna which have is the, the, which is the three which is uh, no, tough. The chili and the chili Yeah. And the, yeah. We, we love I love it. it. I genuinely <laughs> love <laughs> it. I just yeah. understand
1: yeah. the, yeah. the skepticism. We, um, we need to
0: teach foreigners these things though.
1: <laughs> but this is my whole point though. Whenever I talk to someone who's English, you can't set this. you guys don't set the standards for culinary excellence.
2: Culinary what now? Excellent. <laughs> okay. Excellent.
3: Uh, uh, yeah. 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 The jet lag's there. The lags, it's like delay. A, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, completely no, closed. I think I think
2: there's plenty of um, interesting stuff. More interesting stuff than there was at Indian Wells to try. Yes, that's so, true. Uh, and I, I still have my eye on that tequila bar. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yes. yes. High five. High there's fives across go. the board. So, any? We've time for like one last question, maybe. Any, any other questions? Anybody? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Multiple choice. Okay. Who wins a Grand Slam first? Muguruza, Hallett, Benecic,
3: or Kerber?
1: Oh, that's a damn good question. Ooh, it's a Halap or Kerber, or Muguruza. Or Muguruza. I am going to go. I'm gonna go Halap. She still, I still have faith in Simona. I do. Why? Um, I just think that uh, like, there's a lot more obviously going on that ha- that ha- that happened. Well, there's a lot more that needs to happen for her over the course of two weeks. For it to kind of open up a little bit um, but I think those things can happen but I think that she's ready for it and I think that if she gets herself into the positions of semifinals and finals she's it's it's going to be good and um, and I just I don't know I just love her game I love watching her play I would very much like to see someone of that stature in this era to walk away with the one like I that would be awesome and last week I was saying I think on Twitter it was the first time I'd ever speak, spoken to Justine Enin because she was gone by the time that I started covering the tour a little bit more And it was kind of like you were kind of like, oh wow, you're small. Like you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not exactly tall, so like I was like, this is fantastic. So maybe it's my own personal bias. I want the shorties to get one. So yeah, I'm going Simona. How about you, Ben?
0: I will flip this camera around and I will take uh, Muguruza of that four. She's I think she on any surface. She's already played well. At pretty much the, at least the first three slams that's of true. the year, and she can do it on grass, which is going to be some openings there. I think if Serena is out of the picture anytime soon, or less consistent, at least uh, clay she's done well too. And I think she's had the least sort of fading in big matches. I think Halep's had a, quite a few duds, late in draws, which are concerning. Uh, Muguruza hasn't had that, so yeah, go with that's Mugresa. fair.
1: I, I think that with Halep too, like we forget like last year what her season would have looked like if not for Maria. If Maria isn't there, I mean Maria like basically bested her in. Rough, brutal, best of three matches that ended in a way that made you think that was all belief. That wasn't a dip, that wasn't because you're not as good as her. It just she wasn't ready to beat Maria. Maria out competed her, and I so I do think that like I, I I'm looking forward to that matchup because they haven't played. I don't think this year. No, Serena, uh Simona, and and, uh, and uh, uh, Maria. So. I'd like to see that. I and mean, so once she gets over that hurdle, I think that's her next mental one. I think maybe. I think last time I this last year.
2: Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's it was a right great match. That. Good quarterfinal here. Good, good quarterfinal there. here. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, so I guess last... Uh,
0: Should we rant? We usually do yeah, that. Yeah, well, you have to do your little... You, we're we're getting vigorous nods. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of No Challenges Is Remaining. Yeah, she's always drinking. What are you talking about? If you, want to, if you want to follow us along when you're not listening or watching us on Periscope, we're not going to be on Periscope usually, you can do that by liking us on Facebook, facebook.com.
1: Oh,
2: Andrew Krasnick, come over here. Krezl,
1: ladies and gentlemen, the voice of tennis. I
2: heard there was a pod, and I believe in pod. <laughs> Hi, Andrew Krezlian. I'm a pod-fearing Jew, actually. <laughs> Oh, this is the voice of tennis Andrew Crosby. How is the are voice you doing? Of tennis, Andrew More Krasny. than the voice, the face, because I've had a lot of work done. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Those glasses can't come off
0: for a while, I bet. No, yeah. no <laughs>
2: not after what I drank last night. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. How do you doing, Kras? I'm good. How about you? I'm
1: doing well. Are you keep, keeping cool out there?
2: Uh, I uh, no. It's yeah, hot. It's I'll hot. See. And I went outside today to do a. Uh, a little promotion where we were having some skyline, I uh, think yeah, so skyline chili. Yeah. And it was five one in the first set with Benchit, and we had to do it right when the set ended. So I ran out to do it, and that five one turned into what seven yeah, five or something yeah. like that. So I sat in the sun for about 40 minutes. Are wow. well,
0: you looking nice and tan?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to cover up. But. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna have you on
0: the show at some point, longer. You've been you've been on our wish list of guests for a long time, Andrew Krasny. Everything. You talk to every player
2: all over the world. He's, He's the guy. with
1: everyone.
2: Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, listen, it's it's hard because people do say, are you friends, are you besties and all that. It's uh, hard to, uh, to keep it, you know, Swiss, to keep it neutral yeah. when you have players that go out on the court. All I wish for is a good, fair... Honest fight, and uh, very rarely do I get really emotionally involved with. If someone doesn't win, yeah. do I get bummed out? I just want a good, fair match yeah. where someone really earns. Someone a win. says, "Love Andrew." Uh, is that my mom? Is my mom watching? Because I don't know who else <laughs> <laughs> would possibly say that. Okay, thank you. Thank very you. Thank your you for mom was Andrew. our first listener. Thanks. Yeah. What, what's that? Your mom was our first. listener I know, right? So you know. <laughs> thank hey, you. Thanks Andrew. for having me on, and thanks for letting me crash your pod.
0: No course. problem. Right at the ending
3: too. All
1: right the pod
2: is right We're gonna end
0: right now. Pretty yeah, much. So pretty we're going to get into well, we got a night. rant rave, but Thank yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you guys very much Thank for watching, Chris. listening. Your fans, are, your adoring public is here. Do you want to say hi to them?
1: Oh, they want self. Craz, they want selfies. Come on, over. Get over there. Show up their pretty mug.
2: My laundry. <laughs> we got laundry.
1: We're watching. It's li-
2: life on the road. Life on the road. Thank God you can't see any. There's nothing but Victoria's Secret in
0: there. <laughs> nothing, nothing visible. So thank you guys very much for listening to the show and following us on Periscope. If you want to follow us when you're not listening or watching, you can do so on Twitter, no challenge. No, on Twitter, at NCR underscore tennis. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NCR podcast. And you can also send us email questions, No challenge remaining at gmail.com. com. And subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave reviews there. Any RSS podcast app feed. That's it. I always do this part from memory. You it's always, do. it's always yeah. for and, the and moment. I'm
1: always actually very impressed because I couldn't do it, but from memory, I'd be like, if yeah. uh, Somebody, if somebody were asked me
2: what oh. the end, an- oh my. I, I was
0: just molested by Andrew Krasny <laughs> off air. I, that I was, need to talk to an adult. I need to talk to an adult about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So let's rant rave. Courtney, okay. you want to go first?
1: I'm sorry. Oh, go. Yeah, no, go. I don't know. if guard will. I don't know if Grigor wants to talk to people right now. Anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway, do you have a rant rave?
1: Uh, do I have a rant rave? Somebody give me a category, and I'm sure I can rant something about something in that category. UST. <laughs> I need to be employed. Uh, on court coaching, I kinda kind of raved about it. Judy Murray. Oh, yeah. Do you have a Mason, oh, you you have know a Mason what? rant, rave, Anything? A Mason rave. Sorry, guys, I should have been more prepared for this. Oh, I actually do, and I was prepared for this. I can't believe it let my mind slip. Anybody who knows me knows that I love a good burrito. Yeah. <laughs> a burrito is very tasty. It is the perfect thing. You can hold it in one hand. If you know how to eat a burrito, you never get any of it on your hands. All the rookies are the ones where everything's exploding all over the place. That's on you. It takes skill. You gotta learn how to like follow the flow of what's going on with your burrito. And I would never would think that one of my favorite burritos would be in Mason, but it is. Um, I really love those Hothead burritos. I gotta say, they're really tasty, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, there's one of the vendors on site, Hothead Burritos. They make burritos. They're not necessarily like authentic ones that you'd find in the Mission in San Francisco. It doesn't really matter. They're a heck of a lot better than Chipotle. I can tell you that for darn sure. Sorry, Chipotle is never going to sponsor us so long as I'm on this podcast. We're never going to get Jack
0: Stock on the show now.
1: We're never going to get Jack Stock on this show ever. Yeah, darn. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've, I've, I just got to give a shout-out to the Hothead Burritos, because they're actually really tasty, and every day I kind of genuinely look forward to eating one. Okay. So, that's my go. rave.
0: I'll do one, too, on the Skyline Chili, which was maligned. Sorry, let me do this facing me. Yeah. Skyline Chili, which was maligned earlier in the show and earlier in the day. I think it's not that weird and pretty tasty, Skyline Chili. I get a show of hands. People who like it.
1: Love for Skyline.
0: Anyone? That's a a lot of skepticism. Show hands. If you think Skyline is decent? I'm seeing two out of (laughs) two hands. Two hands. Two hands hands and a lot of judgment. I'll take it. No, I mean Skyline (laughs) is basically chili and cheese on top of a starch. It's not that weird. so it's spaghetti. Stop being anti-Italian. Right. Rice is not weird for chili. You
1: wouldn't wouldn't think twice about that. Potato
0: is not weird for chili. So why are people hating on spaghetti? It's not that different. It's just a mush of cheese and chili, and it looks pretty like digestive, which is a little weird. Cheese. The more but nuclear, the yeah. better, I, I say. I get mine four away, which is with onions, it's not about beans. Yeah, overall, Skyline it is a, a sore spot for the Cincinnati area, but I I love you. Be yourself, be proud of Skyline. I agree. And that's it. That's our answer about food, which is about right. Yeah, we that's didn't even what mention we Applebee's. We were going to do the show from Applebee's originally. We were. Which uh, would have been more us, but less fun. So thank all of you guys. Hold on, let me put this again other way all right wave
1: wave everybody bye crowd bye studio thank audience thank you everyone this is first. for showing up. we'll do
0: this again sometime for sure thank you very much and see you next time yeah